This is Scott Vanderplu, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 47. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. Thanks for joining me once more on this monthly look at all things AE as we take the written word from AEindex.org and bring it to life somewhat or as much life as I can muster into my voice. Um, It's an interesting time for the Artist Edition format. This year has proved that, um, well, that everything's strange, right? I mean, it's the the year of the pandemic that that will continue on into 2021. But when you look at it, it seems to have really affected this format of books or the publishing of this format of books. I don't know. When we look at 2020, we've had one, two, three, four, five books published. Uh, One from IDW in June. So everything that they had previously announced or scheduled, we've yet to see, other than Dave Cocker's X-Men Artifact Edition. The other books, I think, were on schedule and made their schedule because they shipped in January and February. It seems once... Uh, March hit, uh, we, we, things really slowed down. So we're at five. Uh, we're going to see the, um, oh, drawing a blank there. That's terrible. We're going to see one more for sure this year. And that is the Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition. That's definitely confirmed and coming out on November 4th, which is uh, next Wednesday in comic shops. And then that's it for the year. Uh, so we'll see six. We saw six last year. And we'll see six this year. And we'll see what 2021 brings. So six seems like a reasonable number, doesn't it? I mean, if it was one every two months, you could budget for it. You could plan for it. And not, you know, um, two in January, three in February, one in June, and one in November. So it's kind of a strange breakdown. And with that, I've had to change things at the anx.org site because, you know, what do you, what am I going to cover? What am I going to review? And that's what I've been doing, reviewing a lot of different books, a lot of different art books. We have another review this month. I was keeping a schedule, and I've mentioned on the podcast, two reviews a month. Uh, As I look at uh, what's coming up in the year and things like that, I think I've cut it back to one review a month just simply for the fact that I want to make sure I have at least one review a month to do. I mean, maybe the material will always be there and I'll keep rolling. I've expanded to art books, catalogs, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, This month I have another catalog from Profiles in History. I also received my box of five uh, art books from uh, Angelem. I went on, you know, I I caved and paid the shipping. It was uh, was ridiculous, really. It was, um, I bought five books, totaling 160 euros and the shipping was 100 euros to me in Canada from France so I don't quite understand that shipping that seemed kind of crazy it got to me in three days and I thought to myself wow it could have got to me in three weeks and I would have preferred to pay 30 euros but anyways I got those five books so those are nice those are 10 by 13 uh, nice format uh, nice paper uh, looking at our all original art so I'll be doing one of those a month so there's things lined up. I mean, I could I could continue to do two a month, but then what happens? Um, the material dries up. So that's my concern. As well, I seem to have been bitten a rut this month. I'm having trouble writing, uh, having trouble working on things. I don't know if it's uh, 
what it is, but I'm trying to work my way through it. I'm also working on my, you know, AE 10th anniversary. Uh, I'm just, uh, my article for the, the first four AEs, you know, that goes mentions five, but I'm working on those, that article, uh, I had some interviews lined up, the, I don't know, it sort of didn't get some responses. So I may just pursue as it is, and then the interviews may be a separate thing. I'd like to at least get two articles up for this year, commenting on the 10th anniversary. But we will see. Continue to work on Let's Talk Shipping Changes. All right. So we had quite a few changes this month. Well, the first one was Michael Golden's Micronauts Artist Edition. It was scheduled for um, October 28th, and it moved one more week to November 4th. Just a reminder for fans, uh, there will be a slip-cased signed and numbered edition, only available through the IDW website. Uh, I'm recording this on October 30th. The page is up. There is no ordering available yet, and there's no price yet. I expect to pay 200 US for that. So watch that if you can. It is linked on the on my uh, AE Format Books Index page, which is the A Index page off my main site. Sometimes I call it the index proper, whatever. Uh, if you go down to Micronauts there, you'll see that I've got the link. That's the first change. The next change is Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition moved to from the end of the year to February 17th. Uh, as well, I updated the cover for that because we got the updated cover. And EC Covers Artist Edition moved to June 23rd. Now, I, I changed the date on that a couple weeks ago. Scott Dunbeer. I came on the Tap Talk forums and mentioned that's because it's being released through book distributors, uh, wide book market, just like Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition and just like the Artisan Editions are. So uh, if you look at, say, Penguin Random House seems to be their distributor. If you look at the Penguin Random House website, uh, that's... So expect to see these. Well, Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition, it's already on the site. mentioned, you know, Amazon, that kind of thing. Uh, The same thing for the EC covers. So you'll be able to buy those uh, from your online retailers. I'm not sure uh, what kind of discount they'll carry. I'm still getting my things from my local comic shop because I get a discount. So it's all about the best price, really, isn't it? I think we see, because I've, we've talked about this before, retailers only get a 40% discount on these. So, um, you know, the best re- discount I've seen online for these is about 20% off cover when you pre-order seen that on uh, Things from Another World, Forbidden Planet. Those are the uh, affiliate links I, I carry on my site. I've added bookshop.org on the eBabel site. It's my sister site. I don't know why we say, why do we say sister site? Why wouldn't I say brother site? All right. It doesn't matter. Uh, the other site I review newspaper strips and European comics at. Uh, I've been doing bookshop.org, so I'll try and keep doing those as well. Keep the options open. Uh, I occasionally have a book. I used to have book depository links, but I've sort of given up on them. I'm not sure about that. And of course, good old eBay. All right, those are the shipping changes. Let's talk solicitations. It's shocking when I see solicitations. Actually, it's I'm I'm now putting at the top of my solicitations page. Uh, this time around, January 2021 solicitations. I've written. It's been four months since the last AE solicitation. Isn't that crazy? So this is not a original art size. This is an artisan edition, but it's John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artisan Edition. And that is scheduled for uh, March 17th, 2021. 
And that's the John Romita's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist's Edition at a reduced size of 9x12 instead of 12x17. Same page count, same content, same everything. The cover I noticed is slightly changed. The, uh, the Marvel logo has moved on the cover, so that's interesting to see. So I'm not sure. Maybe meeting with their, to meet with their current design. Let's just have a scroll down and look at the existing John Romita's cover. All right, John Romita. All right, yeah. So the Marvel, IDW and Marvel were in black and white on the left side. And now on the Artisan Edition, IDW's on the right side and Marvel's in red on the left side. I guess that's maybe some sort of agreement they got with Marvel that the Marvel logo has to be appear in red. All right, let me give you the blurb on that anyways. Jazzy John Romita was, for many, the definitive artist on The Amazing Spider-Man. His sleek line work brought the web slinger to a life, to life, sorry, for a generation of fans. This volume collects issues 67, 68, 69, 71, 75, and 84 in their entirety. Additionally, there is a beautiful gallery section of Romita extras. Like all of IW's award-winning artist edition style books, should be a apostrophe S there, but they didn't. Each page has been painstakingly scanned through original art to ensure the finest possible reproduction, mimicking the experience of seeing Kirby's hand-drawn pages. Wow, what a typo there. It's the next best thing owning the art. Wow. While appearing to be in black and white, each page was scanned and colored to mimic as closely as possible the experience of viewing the actual original art. For instance, corrections, pen, blue pencils, pasteovers, all the little nuances that make original art unique. Uh, I, that's quite a typo there saying Remedia and then saying all of Mar- uh, Kirby's art let's check the solicitation ah yes it's only on the diamond solicitation that I copied mine from I just checked um, Amazon and they've corrected that so I'm, I'll leave it as is alright 9 by 12 150 pages as I mentioned thirty nine ninety nine US you can pre-order now on Amazon if you'd like and then uh, it's just listed as cover right now. But then if you pre-order, right, any price it drops to before the pre-order, you'll get it for the lowest price. So it's not bad. All right. Another thing we had this month is a October 2020 crowdfunding, which is something, this is my second one this year. So that was the Kickstarter for Nexus, the coming of Gourmando Deluxe Hardcover and Trade Paperback. So links there. I highly suggest you come and click on the link and go to the Kickstarter and read about it. Just as a, some background, this was solicited uh, in 2019 as an artist edition. I had asked Dark Horse about it, and they dis- they declined to comment, which I had not experienced before. And uh, so it was canceled, and then Steve Rude, looks like, decided to do it himself. So... Really, I I guess, you know, for this crowd, though, we're talking about the Coming of Gramano Deluxe hardcover. And he's saying it's in the artist edition format or style. So the book is 10.5 by 12.5. I'm going to go into the tape here. Hold on. Uh, 10.5, I'm sorry. 10.5 by 15. 10 by 15. The, the size is actually mentioned a few times differently. So let's just go 10 by 15. And right now, there's been some stretch goals. So right now, the book is going to contain the Grimondo storyline, which is 90 pages. Uh, and they, you're going to get the completed published version. And that was not fully published. Uh, Steve Root finished that. 
So this is the first time you're going to get the full story anywhere. Um, you're going to get the 90 pages of pencils and you can get the 90 pages of inks. So right now it's 270 pages plus a little bit extra. There are some more stretch goals, but I think with six days to go, and it's sitting at um, 63,000 US, the next stretch goal is, I think, a bit beyond what we're going to reach. So there's been some extra prints and things, which I don't care about. I'm only interested in the book. So we'd have to get to 90,000 to get the Sunder Peel painted story in the deluxe hardcover. And then at 125,000, we'd see the pencils for that story. And at 100,000, we'd see Nexus Origin going into. So that's 48 pages. Um, unless there's a giant rush to get this at the end, I don't see that happening. It looks to me like... But, uh, so there's multiple versions. There's a, there's a the hardcover. There's a limited sign numbered. And then there's a, the one with art. Um, I got in on the early price at 150. It's up to 175 now. For the hardcover, let me just scroll down. I'm doing a lot of uh, ming and eyeing. 175, sorry. So started at 150 uh, mid campaign. It went to 160, and now it's at 175. I think there's about 120, 125 people getting the hardcover at this point, which is actually a pretty low number in my mind. I thought we'd see more of it. I mean, the price is a bit high. We didn't know what we'd get. I think on Kickstarter, you can cancel your pledge up until the last day. So I guess you could pledge and then. If you didn't meet the goals you wanted, you could cancel. But interesting. Anyway, so I assume this is going to hit Diamond and comic shops after it's published. But, uh, I mean, if you want to guarantee you're at this point, if you haven't got it yet, 175 is what it's going for. Free shipping in the U.S., which is nice. Uh, I'll get it shipped to my post box, and then hopefully, I, you know, at some point, the border between Canada and the US will open, and I'll be able to get to my post box. That would be super. Otherwise, I'm going to have to try and get an Amera friend to go to my post box and mail me the stuff to Canada, which just seems counterintuitive. All right, those are the solicitations for this month. It's pretty exciting, actually, to have two things on offer. Okay, let's talk this month's poll, which again came from our Patreon patron, David Jacoy. Always thankful. And David has one of my correspondences this month and mentioned, I, I keep talking about how we have uh, listeners from Hungary to this podcast, which I'm thankful for. Thank you, Hungary. Thank you, Hungary listeners. And he mentioned that he's from Hungary and he's got a, he's part of a group there that uh, likes original art and AEs. And maybe that's the reason for these extra listeners. So I appreciate that greatly. Appreciate everybody listening and reading the site. I mean, I'd like to, I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast and you get to hear my ramblings, but really my focus is the website. That's where I do the work for. And then uh, we talk about it here, you know, 30 minutes a month. But, um, and I do mention things that uh, don't make it to print. So it is interesting. It's this, but the podcast is an accompaniment to the site. Please don't uh, view it as a standalone. All right, the poll. It is October. The weather is getting colder. Pumpkin latte is back, and it's almost time for Halloween. Horror comics deserve recognition for amazing art, but which one deserves it the most? Which one of these horror comics deserves the AE treatment Format treatment. Wow. I'm typo heavy today. And with the ums. BPRD by Guy Davis. 21 votes. From Hell by Eddie Campbell. 9 votes. The Nocturnals by Dan Burton. 12 votes. That's what I voted for. Swamp Thing by Steve Bissett and John Tolleman. 55 votes. The Walking Dead by Charlie Adler. 1 vote. I think somebody put a pity vote in for Walking Dead. 
I'm looking at the art. I first off, I think Guy Davis is awesome. I like Eddie Campbell. Um, but I mean, the, you know, you look at these. Dan Burton is not getting the love he deserves. He's, he's, you know, he paints his art. It's always gorgeous. I think I think a Dan Burton uh, artist edition or gallery edition is the way to go. You know, I was thinking about uh, graffiti designs and the fact that they will have no additional book out this year. Last podcast, I said they had no book out this year. They won't have any books out this year. But I mean, Sandman Overture came out earlier in February, and I completely missed that. So I apologize to Graffiti for that. But I mean, they've you know they've worked with other studios. Dan Burton seems like a you know an independent artist that really could use um, AE format. A gallery edition would be amazing. As would I mean actually any of this stuff really would be great. I'm not a fan of Walking Dead, so. I'm not sure. I definitely am not interested in that. And I, you know, there's there been two Absolute Swamp things, and they are hot. People love it. I've never gotten into the artwork. I just, I can't. I just, it doesn't interest me. So for this month's poll, uh, it was a no contest for me. Boom. I put up the art uh, in the post, and I thought, whoop, Dan Burton for the win. All right, that's the poll for this month. Let's talk sales. Again, uh, no books, so no sales uh, charts. But we have our out-of-print sales. So let's talk about what's sold. Uh, a lot of ones, twos. I think we got a couple fours here, but uh, it seems light again for the eBay sales. All right, one copy, Bernie Wrightson Artifact Edition, sold for $200. First print, wow. Two copies of the second print sold for $159.75 average. Two copies of Best of EC Comics Volume 1 for an average of $162.57. Two copies of Bill Sienkiewicz's Moons and Moon Knights and Assassins for an average of two fifty four fifty. Three copies of Dave Cockrum's X Men for an average of one fifty four sixty one. Two copies of Dave Givens' Watchmen, averaging one eighteen fifty. Two copies of Dave Stevens' Rocketeer, first print one sixty six twenty five average. Two copies of the second print one thirty seven forty nine average. Interesting. One copy David Mazzitelli's Daredevil Born Again, two hundred dollars. One copy, Fantagraphic Studio Edition, Hal Foster's Prince Valiant, one seventy-seven oh five. One copy of Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine, seventy-five. Bargain. Two copies of Go Kane's Amazing Spider-Man for an average of eighty-one fifty. Two copies of Jack Davis's EC Stories, averaging one fifty. Four copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four for an average of one thirty-eight thirteen. One copy of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, the world's greatest artist edition, one seventy-nine ninety-five. Three copies of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor, averaging 101.66, bargain again. One copy of Jim Lee, DC Legends, 105.34. Four copies of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic, averaging 99.59. One copy of John Busema, Busema, I'm never going to get that right. Silver Surfer for 135. Two copies of John Burns' Fantastic Four, averaging 124.23. One copy of John Burns' X-Men, one seventy nine ninety nine. Wow. Three copies of John Romini's Amazing Spider-Man, Volume One, averaging one thirty seven twenty four. Three copies of Volume Two, averaging one fifty. Wow. One copy of Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition for two hundred and fifty five dollars. I can't understand that. This is a book that sold for ninety nine cover. I don't know how many times we saw it not selling or going for about sixty on here, and then lately we've seen these prices jump. One copy of Marvel Covers Artist Edition, first print, $96. One copy of Mike Magnolia's Hellboy in Hell, first print, $150. Finally, somebody buying the first print instead of the second. 
One copy of Spawn Vault Edition, three fifty. Yeah, I was still hanging there. One copy of Star Wars Dark Times Gallery Edition, thirty nine twenty. Back to the sort of lower end that it sat at for so long. One copy of Usagi Jimbo Samurai and Other Stories for one eighty three seventy five. Still no copies of the Usagi Jimbo the Artist and Other Stories. Two copies of Hollywood's EC Stories Artist Edition first print, averaging one fifty one twenty seven. One copy of the second print for two hundred. Walter Simonson's Thor. I gotta change that because isn't, isn't it Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor Artist Edition? Uh, I gotta change that. Uh, two copies averaging one forty nine ninety nine. No second print this time around. Sold. Interesting. Let's talk on the forums because eBay prices used to be always below cover. Even the out-of-print stuff. You know, you sat around and you waited and you got a deal. And this, since COVID, that doesn't seem to be happening much. These prices seem to be staying up there. And, uh, yeah, that doesn't seem good. Well, that's, I guess it depends on who you ask, right? If you're selling, it's great. I'm still waffling on listing my books and selling them. I got to, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've got COVID malaise. I think that's, what's, that's what is afflicting me. I got a ton of stuff to sell. My library is overflowing. I got stacks of books on the floor. I get extra artist editions. I got I got a couple portfolios. I got gotta sell the stuff. So uh, there's me doing the talk but not walking the walk. All right. I should mention uh, after talking about those sales that uh, there's three ways you can support the artist edition index, and that would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. First one is to become a Patreon patron. It starts at a dollar, and it can be whatever you'd like. Um, up to anything but uh, dollar is uh, just a way to say thanks thanks for keeping the site going I appreciate it uh, the other way to support the site is through my affiliate links if you click on an Amazon link or a things from another world link or an eBay link off the Artist Edition Index website that's aeindex.org uh, I get a percentage of that sale and it helps I'm telling you the uh, I keep a spreadsheet of when I started the site what every expense I have is every book every expense and then I track um, what what comes in from affiliates and Patreon and things like that and uh, I'm trying to keep that as accurate as I can I'm still in the red I mean that's I mean that's to be expected I believe this is a hobby site after all this isn't uh, I'm, you know I'm not I'm not in it for money but uh, it's closing in I, and I really appreciate everybody who supports the site that way uh, I mean the easiest way is definitely just to hey I want to buy this I might as well use the link here as opposed to going to the site myself and that's awesome I said there's three ways to support the site but uh, I took down the PayPal because I think it was I think it was a rip off they were charging a dollar to handle the transaction and that, that's not right so affiliate links number one way to support me really Patreon second way to support me thank you very much all right, sales pitch done for the month. Let's talk my review for this month. That is the Frank Darabont Collection Catalog. Now, it's interesting. Last time, the Doc Dave Winowitz Frazetta Collection Catalog had catalog in the title of the book. This time, they've dropped catalog from the title. This is the second one they put out for comic art. And uh, I've got the proper Canadian UK spelling, which is uh, with a UE at the end. So if you're wondering why it's there, that's why. All right, let's chat this up. Here's the blurb. 
Following the hugely successful sale of Frank Rosetta art from the collection of Dave Winowitz, Profiles in History is delighted to announce their upcoming sale of selected works from the personal collection of legendary writer, director, and film producer Frank Darabont to be held at our California Gallery on Saturday, July 30th, 2016. I'll interject there that yes, this catalog is I've had around for four years. Featuring original works by masters, master artists Bernie Wrightson, Mike Mignola, San Julian, Jack Davis, Will Eisner, Eric Powell, Bob Peake, Rick Corbin, Vaughn Bode, bronzes by Ray Harryhausen, rare movie posters including a Frankenstein 1941 tie-in for Fogley, and more. Beautifully illustrated through original 1-1 high-resolution scans on archival matte paper, revealing exceptional detail, technique, and vivid color as never seen before. Featuring artwork by the people we just mentioned. I can't believe they just do that twice. All right. Profiles in History published this. Released in June 2016 for the July 30th auction. It was 10.5 by 14.5 inches, 156 pages. It sold for $95 as part of a two-book set. It is a soft cover. I've got to mention that in the review. I'm sure I did. Um, I should preface this uh, by saying that uh, I got this for free. And not because I'm a world-famous reviewer. (laughs) Ha! But I'm ready to get free things. Um, It's because I bought the uh, Doc Dave Winowitz Frazetta Collection catalog. Um, and this just came in the mail afterwards. So I was really thankful for that. I did not get any more for free. By the, there was a, uh, there's been a couple more catalogs, but I got this one, so I'm thankful for that. I reviewed this one this month, and I'm going to review the other one at some point later. And it is a, you know, they've, uh, they established a format in the last catalog, and I think it's really great. They've got the title, the, uh, you open the spread, two-page spread, top left, is the uh, the blurb about the artwork. It's in a box. You have an enlargement from the artwork below that. And then on the right page, you have the full-size artwork, or I guess as full as they can do. I mean, it says full-size, 10 by 14, uh, 10 and a half by 14 and a half, I think would do comic art, but I don't think it would do a lot of the other things in here. There's paintings and things. So anyway, a real great collection of art. You don't see, and this is what I mentioned at the end of the article and what I wanted to talk about here, is auction catalogs, I mean, Profiles in History, well, that was a pregnant pause. Profiles in History is charging big money for this, really. If you think about $95 for an auction catalog, but look at the size of it, look at the production value. If they switch this, I'd like to see them take off the glossy paper and go with matte paper. I guess they don't want to do that because of the color stuff, but this is amazing, to see a varied collection. Now, if you look at, I mean, I don't know how many different publishers we've got eras uh, in this one catalog of 156 pages, but it's such a mix. It's such a wonderful opportunity to see things like this. I mean, there's a real nice uh, section of Eric Powell stuff in color and black and white. Uh, the, the, obviously, the Bernie Wrightson, maybe not, obviously, I should have mentioned, Bernie Wrightson is the main focus of this catalog, and it's, he's pretty well a third of the catalog, maybe a little bit more than that. But it's just the, it's the variety and the uh, just the art is amazing to see, and to see it you know in one book like this. I mean, I I can only imagine what these would be like if we had Heritage or Hakes or putting out a catalog like this. Like when Heritage does their big annual European uh, art auction. I mean, can you imagine a catalog like this? And I would happily have it do, you know just maybe change the format a bit and have the blurb at the top. Have the artwork below it, maybe not full size, but even if you could like 10, 10 by 13, you know, 
soft cover if they had to, just to keep prices down a bit. But, you know, can, I would gladly be buying two, three Heritage catalogs a year at this price range to get this and to get this amazing collection, right? And that's the nice thing. The, um, and then, you know, if, if they were redoing the artwork or, I don't know, I would hate to see... I mean, I, I've seen Heritage catalogs now. They're sort of, I don't know, I think they're 8.5 by 11. Um, the artwork's reduced, mostly. Uh, they never do anything full page like this. So that's why I think Profiles in History has really done a, a wonderful job like this. Uh, there's been some recent catalogs. I have not, like as I said, I have not purchased them. The nice thing again about Profiles in History are these are all available online as a PDF. So go, please go check out the review. Op- pop open the PDF. Take a look through it, and, th- and that's amazing. Now, uh, this and the other catalog, I normally I always put uh, r- links at the bottom so you could buy it. I want you to use my affiliate links. I did not put eBay. Li- it would have to be eBay here, and I did not put eBay links up because I can't find these on eBay. Uh, it's Profiles History is sold out. I would have I've linked to the page, but you know, as I said, it's sold out. But you can read the PDF. Um, I think these may have a life in the aftermarket. I don't know. I've heard that. Uh, Stewarding has still got them available for 95 US with the two book set. So that's interesting. But that's it for this month. Yeah, the one review. Uh, like I said, we're going to be keeping that. Next month, we will definitely have the Micronauts reviewed. And uh, we'll see what else brings. Uh, you know, the news. I'm hoping for more solicitations, right? At least one. That would be amazing. All right. That wraps it up for this month. Again, I'm Scott Vanderplu. I'm available at scott at aeindex.org. Go to the website, aeindex.org. Um, if you click the About page, there's a picture of me, a little blurb about the site, and my email address if you can't remember it. But uh, please contact me. Ask me any questions you have. I love to answer questions, and I love to talk about them on the podcast. Uh, Material is always good to have, right? Um, I think that's it. I'm on the socials, uh, Facebook dot com slash artist edition index twitter.com slash a index uh, instagram.com slash a index the instagram is still going i'm doing one uh i'm doing the artist editions in order of publication i think i'm up to number 12 with the fantastic four i'm going to continue that on to the end of the year i don't believe uh, me doing this work putting up images every day i don't think it's translated into new viewers on the website i can't really tell for sure because instagram sort of makes it difficult to include links they don't want you clicking off instagram i don't know why but uh, the link for the reviews are in on every page every time i post an instagram you've got to copy and paste it and then into a browser so if you're flipping on your phone like i do through instagram that's not going to happen so I don't, I'm not sure the Instagram will continue. I'm not sure it's worth it. I may just post on Instagram and have a new review up. That seems to make sense. Another stream to get eyes on things. All right, that's it for the month. Thank you again, and you'll hear from me next time. Let her go, let her go, God bless her. Wherever she may be, she can search this wide world over. She'll never find a sweet man like me.